Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Podcast episode two oh nine. Excuse me. Two oh nine. Yeah, two oh nine, yeah. Stockton area code, isn't that? But anyways. Yes, it is. I'm um, just gonna say. <laughs> so how you been, dude? Um it's been a couple of weeks. I know that yeah. there's some changes going on. Yeah, let's let me go ahead and start with that. But dude, I'm really stoked with uh, you know, what you've been doing with the music. That, uh, you know, oh, dude, the other day. I actually have some good news, but just real quick before you start, dude, my yeah. mentor agreed to come on the show, man. So, uh, sweet. Can't wait to meet him. Yeah, man. I mean, also, I'm just saying like this guy was, I mean, we'll, we'll meet him. But like I said, I asked him today and I've been, I've been shy to ask him, but now I feel like I got to a certain point where he's, you know, he literally said he graduated me already. Right. And now we're kind of just coworkers. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm real stoked about that. Nice. So uh you know anyways but uh so what's going on with you man um there is some good news here I'll, I'll throw that in at the end but um so anyone that follows me knows that i haven't been really posting that much this whole past year um and basically that's because of the house that i was in all that movement from the liquefaction was really distracting being right there where all the cars are passing by really loud like all night long hot rods and everything wow um, yeah, dangerous. For but dogs. One, of the, one of the biggest factors, though, was um, was my dad. Um, you know, he's uh, he's got Alzheimer's. He's going to be about stage five, and I've been <laughs> I've been taking care of him by using the the video cameras and intercom at his house in Florida while I'm here in California. And we've been having to get some stuff done to the house, switching from propane to uh, natural gas and some other things, and I have to make sure he's up and, and you know, awake and, and not leaving or whatever when they show up. And so a lot of times I was getting up at 530 in the morning and my work time doesn't start till about 10, sometimes 11 o'clock at night after all the you know the daily things. And so um, I've been working on a lot of stuff, you know, uh, mostly casting and, uh, and making molds and stuff, um, but not a whole lot of new stuff. You know, a few things, but it's kind of hard in the headspace that I'm in. You know, having to, you know, like not being able to be in Florida. Um, but, dude, we're having to drive the kids to school and pick them up. And that is different now. The house we are in now, the kids can walk to school. And that makes a huge, huge difference. So, How in far July, um, what is that, about half a mile, maybe? Okay, that's not bad. Not even, not I even feel that like, far. 
I feel like on the way on the walk to school for some people, if it's too long, that's when like bad stuff happens. Like you, you know what I mean? Like on the way back home, if you're walking back from school, but uh, half a mile. Well, I've, I've talked to my kids about um, how the best kind of self defense, you know, to use is to avoid. You know, if you know that walking down a certain street, there's a couple of different ways of getting home, and there's a kid that you know you might get in a fight with or whatever. Don't go down that street. Same thing in school. Don't go down that hallway if you know that he's going to be there or she or whatever. Great and um, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually a mistake that I watched one time. But, but anyways, so anyway, dude, July 15th, actually, let's talk about a little bit of good news first. Um, Lois Lambert Gallery. Um, let's, dude, I'm getting ahead of myself. A little tired, been doing a lot of stuff lately. Um, going to Hawaii tomorrow and everything. Um, I now have, you know, kind of have a manager, dude. And this, this lady man. is more knowledgeable and qualified than, you know, um, anyone else I've ever worked with as far as, you know, managing type of stuff. And she has been promoting me and she's gotten me into, or she's gotten Lois Lambert interested. And so there is going to, looks like I might have the entire gallery for a show in may of 2025 now that awesome. seems like a long way away but dude i'm i've been doing a lot i need to get more notoriety i need to do you know some stuff to a lot of more people you know know who i am um yeah. and will show up you know um but in the meantime july 15th they're having a big event there at bergamont station for galleries in bergamont station it's the nicest um studio or gallery it's the nicest gallery the biggest and um they're having some event uh for dogs and so it's July 15th, and I will be sitting right outside her gallery with not one, but two easels. One's going to have a street sign on it. The other one's going to be a canvas. And both of them will have dogs on them. Nice. So nice. I love that. that'll be man. kind of something nice to help start the, the promotion um, schedule type thing. Um, so that's, you know, I'll be coming back for that. But uh, after that, July 15th, Within a few days after that, I'm going to be driving to Florida to stay for I don't know how long. I will be flying back and forth. Um, basically, I've been going there every month, you know, to check on my dad and, and uh, this past time. Um, even though he can still drive really good, we just had to go ahead and take the keys away and, and just be safe about it. He's not happy about it, but he's that man can adapt. He's getting used to it, and you know, I just talked to him today, and you know. You wouldn't know the difference. Well, yeah, man. I mean, um, I'm, re I'm reading about stage five, and it says uh, decreased independence and also hallucinations. I mean, that's a, a little bit, uh, you know, serious. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I mean, like I said, it, uh, good thing in today's online world, um, I'm probably going to not even notice, you know what I mean? But uh, I, I, like I said, yeah, I'm going to be here on Zoom. It's going to be a different, uh, you know things behind you or whatever but uh yeah but actually uh, i'll have a much I'll, dude i'll have a much bigger workspace there yeah and dude first of all uh i love that green sign you did man it looks awesome um we mentioned that last time but also uh if you're listening check out teacher's book um i think that this is one of the things that uh you know really consolidates a lot of his work and i feel like you know it's kind of like a nice little brochure for you bro you know you know what i mean like it's like kind of like hey look at check it out this is like my history you know what i mean like the the quality thank you very of this much book, i appreciate man. that it's just like 
you know. Well, it, it helps put me on the map now. That book yeah, is actually yeah. in the Library of Congress. It's a self-publishing, but it is in the Library of Congress. And um, well, dude, I mainly shame. did it for my dad. You know, I mainly yeah, did it yeah, for my exactly. dad. And when I'm looking at him on the cameras, um, he looks at that thing like every other day or so. And that's like I said, man, you can't remember the like one of the only benefits of Alzheimer's right now for him. <laughs> you know, it's like he re he gets to rediscover that book, you know, every other day or so. You know, it's like that's oh wow, this is awesome. You know. And and you um, get to wear like three pairs of pants when you you have Alzheimer's, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm being insensitive. No, luckily he's not quite at that stage, but um, yeah, and it, you know it, it moves quick, you know, differently for different people. His has been kind of slowly moving along. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm uh, I just want to, you know, it's it's uh, you know we don't get to hang out as much because you have kids and everything like that too, and I'm sure everybody's gonna miss you, but. Uh, you know, like I said, we're still going to be here on Zoom, man. And I'm looking Dude, people aren't going to notice. You know what yeah, I mean? The people who listen to this podcast, unless they watch it, they're going to see a different background from me. But, um, yeah, that's one of the things that I am looking forward to, you know, being able to still do while I'm there is this. Awesome, you know, man. I, so, uh, it's such you good know, energy, uh, you know, seeing this young punk right here, um, which is going to be changing. Dude, going to be changing uh, in September. Let's talk about you a little bit. I mean, we've got all my stuff out. Oh, okay. One last thing. Yeah, I'm going to Hawaii tomorrow to work with, I was supposed to go to work with Clyde on a little project we're working on. He had a um, he collapsed at some surf convention in Vegas and he had to have immediate uh, emergency heart surgery this past Friday. And um, yeah, so that's why I had that GoFundMe on my uh, my Instagram. Um, yeah, so I also am going over there to for a friend's retirement ceremony from the Coast Guard, but um, I was going to work with Clyde. Now, when I get back, I told him, dude, Clyde, because he called me. He called me from the hospital and he, you know, told me what happened. And, um, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm going to miss you when I'm in Hawaii then. And he's like, oh, man. I'm like, but you know what? I'm about a four-hour drive from Vegas. Oh, man, come on over, man. Come on over. You work on that thing, man. It's going to be awesome, man. I don't want to talk about the project too much because, you know, I like to show what I've done instead of talk about what I'm going to do too much. You know that. Dude, let's talk about you. Yeah, Let's man, talk about um, what that text said that you sent me the other day, dude. That was no, no, awesome. I was, you know, it's not a. It's, to be to be honest, I released the song on the podcast already like a few months ago, um, or maybe even at the beginning of the year. Um, it, dude, this is just a classic case of dude. Okay, so the the vocal. Everybody asked me where did I get the vocal, and I basically I got the vocal from just a sound library online. Okay, that just like has like acapellas. Okay. And my, my thing is like, well, you know, I'm a producer and a DJ. What we're competing on is how well you can produce the sounds around the vocal, right? So there's been quite a few versions out of this uh, this track, and I just felt like I can kind of do it a little bit better, you know what I mean? And then so I put it out there, and a lot of people told me, oh, I don't think you should release this. I feel like, you know, you have the vocal. Uh, it's too what did Minter say? <laughs> Uh, well, like I said, he was just like, "Hey, man, we have the music. Like, you can use the music, but a lot of people have like used this vocal already. A lot of, and it's kind of like two years old. But I was just like, whenever I was listening to music, I always was like, well, dude, this DJ did it this way. This guy did it this way. And who did it better? You know, that was kind of like my. Um, it was like using acrylics or oils. You know, certain artists use acrylics. Certain art artists use oils. You know, this girl's voice could be like a medium, basically." Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. And um but what what I mean, dude, share can you share that what that uh, visual image was that you had sent me? 
you you mean for the album cover? Um, no, where it was in the uh, I guess uh, ratings, rankings, or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, today it's still on number three for the uh, dance charts, and uh, three? number yeah, it was number four when you when showed me the other day. Well, it moved uh, up another one. Yeah, moved up, and then also it's number nice. number nine on the top forty charts. So, anyways, my point is that a lot of times, like nice. you, know, you just want to just just do you, man. You know, I think I think at the end of the day, if you trust in your taste, and uh, you kind of you know don't let other people. Of course, you should take other people's consideration and things into consideration, but I think that um, you know at the end of the day, if you have a vision, just kind of follow it yourself, man. Like other people can give advice, but only you know kind of what feels right, man. So. Um, I, I try to look at it as information, you know, that's why any day, these days I'll tell people, look, I'm not going to give you an advice. I'm going to give you some information. If it makes sense, use it. I'm not going to yeah. give you any advice because that means that I think I might know what is good for you for this particular thing. And I might, but I might not. And I think it's better to look at it as information and you figure it out for yourself, you know, and if it does work, awesome. If not, yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. And, uh, you know, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about it. But, you know, I have our guest in the waiting room. Uh, Curtis is a, oh, a artist I met um, over the past couple weekends at a, a art show that our buddy Otto introduced me to. And, man, I saw his art. And Thank you, Otto. Like, I was just like, man, his stuff is so sick. So I wanted to invite him on the show, man, because, uh, you know, he's one of yeah, those artists. a couple of different uh, mediums he works with in style, which is, I love a, that. You know, he's a muralist as well, too. But, you know, for me, he's one of the it seems like he's one of those guys that's just out there doing it instead of like promoting online as much. Right. So I felt like, you know, it'd be great to just have him on and talk a little bit about his art. So let me go ahead and let him in. Hey, how's it going, Curtis? Can you hear me OK? I can. I'm trying to make this work. There you we go. Hey, that's awesome, man. Do You sound great. Uh, perfect, man. There he is. So this is my uh, co-host teacher, uh, you know, nice to meet you. yeah, we, we met a couple weeks ago, man, and I was just very impressed by this guy's stuff, man. Um, you Me know, too. I, oh. I checked it out on Instagram, and um, I love, I love that you have a bunch of different styles and mediums, you know, I love seeing that. I'm a little jealous also, because you got, it's like you got some nice hair going, you know, I'm 50, I'm 54 here, and you see what I got going on back here, and you know. <laughs> Everything in this general area right here is is just saying, you know, we're we're done, we're retiring. Um, we, we know you're probably going on, we wish you the best with that, but you know, they serve their time and they're out. <laughs> looks good. It looks good, man. You're more expressive than I am with that with that tattoo. <laughs> well, uh, it's Curtis, a, that's a silent security thing. I'll tell you about that later. All right, all right. Could, Chris, <laughs> could you tell us a little bit about the show that um, you know I, we met at? Who's like, uh, who set that up? Oh, God. I mean, that was Otto. Otto set it up. And, you know, honestly, I'm very new to knowing him as well. You know, I'm good friends with Svetlana, who was in the show, who invited me. And, you know, as soon as I showed up, I really, you know, got together with Otto and then, you know, met you soon after that. So I didn't know much about much of it in the first place, except for that she was in it. And of course, I was going to go and see my girl Svetlana. <laughs> so, yeah, man. That, dude, that's a good thing to be able to do as an artist, you know, to be able to be social and, and you know, meet people and make contacts and everything. Um, 
that's very important. If uh, I should say that's important if you'd like to get uh, more of your work, uh, more exposure. You know, some artists maybe like to be more private or whatever, but if you want to, you know, promote your artwork more and and you know get around more, going to parties like that and doing what you did, that's awesome, man. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent. Honestly. I barely leave this place. I'm here like all the time. So yeah, I do need to actually do more of that. And when I do that, yeah, things always are, attraction is real and things are always happening. But yeah, I spend most of my time up here just painting stuff, ordering my own food. Like I, yeah, I rarely leave even though everything exists right there. <laughs> I don't go to it. Man, I'm, I'm jealous. Do you have a wife or kids or anything? None of that. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch, fuck you. I gave my age, uh, give, give our uh, listeners like a, an idea of how old you are or your exact age. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I always have to be careful and, and very delicate when I ask women that, you know, but you know, people are curious as to uh, your age limit approximation or, you know, how old you are. Oh, I'm 48. Okay. Jeez, man. You look older. I mean, you look younger, um, <laughs> younger than I do, man. That's for sure. Uh, I don't. I don't think you look forty-eight at all, man. I mean, the guy's got a purple mohawk, dude. You, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, got yeah, all this going on, but <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you sure you don't have the, uh, the lighting? The, you know, it's all are about you, lighting. Are you sure? You yeah, don't have you're the, right. You're uh, right. Uh, the the you know the filter on right now. Uh, we're on Zoom. You know, they have that option. <laughs> right. Right. No. <laughs> Honestly, no. I don't have any good lighting. I just put the light behind me, and apparently, it's working out. I don't normally do this, but it's a. Uh, well, where That's are you joining us from do today? That. I'm going to start doing that, James. Okay, I didn't even think about that. All right. I'm in Mount Washington, which is oh, um, wow. like this other little hill right there. That's Dodger Stadium. And on the other side of that is downtown. Okay. I know where that is. Okay. Where that is. That's, that's a lovely area, dude. That's, you know, it looks like you are out in the middle of the woods. All we can see behind you are just like trees and, and a little bit of shrubbery. Oh, there's, there's total little... Uh, yeah, you can see the city down there, and I'm sure once the sun sets, you'll start to see more. But um, if it does, it is, whatever. I don't know where it, we're at. It is summertime. If it's you're still daylight to, uh, to like eight thirty or so, probably yeah. won't. Yeah, yeah. maybe we won't see it. But um, yeah, I mean, every room I have has this crazy view, and then I, you know, I am an outdoor type of person, so I built like I have the tiniest little house, but I built a cool like outdoor living room. I spend almost all of my time outside, and then my studio is somewhat half in half outside because i do so much spray um actually it's really cool i built it to where it closes in but i could open up the two side walls and make one big long ass wall like a 10 by 24 foot thing to do big huge pieces on and it overlooks the this awesome view and it's just inspirational and insane and i love it i'm not jealous at all i'm not jealous <laughs> okay i got two big come by anytime please come enjoy it i, I invite you I wish I could. there's an invitation busy. i got yeah. twins twin 12 year olds a boy and a girl where, um, where are you from originally? I'm actually born and raised in L.A. I mean, L.A. County in the Valley, but still, I'm one of the only people that was here since birth. So, yeah, in the Valley. Okay, Love then it, the other thing is, you said you built an out, like a, a, a living room outdoor or whatever. Um, what kind of, uh, you know, tools are you using? And, and uh, you know, because I'm, I'm a bit of a craftsman, too. Okay, I semi-built it. I designed it. A friend of mine built it. Um, ah. I, did, I did build parts of it though. Don't don't trip. I built these little cool <laughs> come down and turn into tables, and I made that myself. The lakes pop out. It's pretty cool. But um, I'm sorry, that's part of my studio. But I did design it and like 
God, on this property, there was this big, like nasty shanty shack type of thing when, when I moved in and I tore it down and uh, repurposed all the wood and then took some new wood and made it like look old slash purple and, and magenta. And so it's really cool and chill and it looks like rustic and funky. But yeah, a good friend of mine did it. Actually, the guy that does my hair also builds. <laughs> so so both of us. So it was it was a shared project. But mostly I got, res I got respect for your friend too then. But uh, dude, that's awesome, man. I love uh, I love it when, uh, like I was just saying earlier, I love the different mediums. And um, when, when did you get started? Uh, I mean, teachers from Florida. And I grew up in uh, uh, San Gabriel Valley, so West Covina area. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm a local boy too. If uh, you, nice. know what I mean. if you don't want to get specific, I'm not. I'm the freak that, that escaped Florida. You know what I mean? Like right. Teachers from Destin, Florida. It like you know. I was asking the Redneck Riviera. Since he's going back, I was like, "How do you get there, man, from the airport?" And he was like, "Well, if you go to New Orleans, you got to drive four no, hours." No, 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 no. Yeah, if you go you to New Orleans, drive four but I have to go hours. to Dallas Fort Worth. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, he, but he's from the Panhandle of Florida. So, just give you an idea of where, you know, this river rat came from. But uh, right, right. <laughs> anyways, man, <laughs> I grew up though. I, I was able to, you know, rise above and and uh, you did good. But but you yeah, know what? Here I still have some friends. Time, but yeah, I've been away from there more than I was there. I guess yeah, because I'm yeah, I've been away from there more than I like. I spent the first eighteen years of my life in that area. And then went off to art school, the Ringling School of Art and Design, Sarasota, and then you know all over the fucking place. But um, mm. there was actually some great artists there, um, some really cool people. Um, the problem is a lot of uh, tourists. That town is about maybe seventy thousand population off season, but these days there really is no off season. And in heavy season, they're at about three hundred and sixty. So mm. like just the you know it gets very uh, super you know, humid basically, right? Oh, and, yeah. and superhuman, but it has had beautiful white sand beaches. Very but anyways, beautiful. I do this. Go ahead. I was going to say, I do love certain things about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like yeah, I that's said, why I'm, a, I'm, I'm still a little bit uptight, you know, but I've, California has totally relaxed me a lot. Tons of meditation helped me a lot. You do any kind of meditating or anything? I do an hour a day. And honestly, it's funny. That was what I was trying to, I was sort of stressed out to squeeze that in today before this because I didn't do it this morning because I was out of town. My sister's actually, my sister's moving to Costa Rica and it was going to be the last time I seen her. Anyways, drove home. I was la la la. And then this came up. And so, yeah, I meditate an hour a day. I'm on like somewhere around 520 days straight right now. Hey, congratulations. Wow. Thank you. Dude. Yeah. What, what type of meditation do you do? You know what? It's non-specific. It's, it's um, you know, it's me uh, just connecting and having oneness and whatnot. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a, well, dude, here's the thing. I, um, I, you know, I, I, transcendental meditation has really worked for me, mm -hmm. but it has also helped me to realize that, um, you know, it doesn't work for everybody, you know? And there's a certain type of meditation that will work you know, you just got to figure that out yourself because everybody's fucking different, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I love the fact that you said it's kind of like your own meditation because, and if you've done it for 520 fucking days in a row, like, you know, uh, if I hadn't started meditating, I'd probably be back in Florida already. You know, like the, the stress and everything that I've been going through and what I've been dealing with, um, that meditation, I don't know what I would have done without it. So uh, long story short, short folks, find your meditation. This is, okay. this is this is my meditation, man. That's a, so, <laughs> Smokey the Bear over here. 
That works too. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I did for a while, but um, you know, now I'm on to edibles. Um, you know, I'm 54, getting older and shit, and you don't want to be putting fucking fire down your throat when you get this age. Everything um, in moderation, so, uh, including moderation, right? So, uh, right. you know what I mean? That, that's my motto. But hold on, let's not get too sidetracked because I want to make sure we get all of uh, <laughs> Curtis's dope art, man. Um, okay. So, so like What's, you said, man, uh, when did you, let me start with this. What medium did you start with? I started with airbrush. And actually, it's really fun. Well, I mean, if you want to be real, I started with pencil when I was like four years old. But like when I actually started okay. charging for it, I was airbrushing. And oh. that's funny. Like, there's a lot of Florida involved. Like, there's so many airbrush yeah. artists. Florida. He used to do airbrush too, man. Airbrush t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was my one and only real job that I had. Was I worked at Universal Studios in 1991, airbrushing. Wow. Yeah, oh, shit, man. I remember that, man. They they, they you know they give you a trucker thing, hat. You know? and... People are like, oh my god, look, it's Saturday. We're doing art. Cool, you know. Nowadays, it's they're in a good mood, so right? Fucking they're... entitled and everything, you know. Like I can just print it out on, on my computer, actually. You know, I mean, you know, people are in good mood when they're at amusement parks, right? They're, they're, you know, they're down to buy stuff. So, uh, and it's a memory. What right? kind of things did you uh, did your airbrush mostly? Did you find Is it names or I don't know. I mean, really, like, oh, guys, so old and ridiculous. I mean, you know, amusement park, silly stuff, you know, <laughs> just, just, yeah, the designs with the names and whatnot. But I, you know, from that, I started my own business doing that at events. And but I phased that out. I got so over, over not loving that, not loving that anymore. But it used to be events? really fun. <laughs> what kind of events would you do? You move like, on, uh, you develop. That's what all artists should do. You know, just live like T-shirts at clubs and stuff like that. I mean, God, it's funny. I did a lot of parties, like yeah. private events. And, you know, one of the things that I did way back in the day, again, starting out of high school, was that for events and all this decor and whatnot. Um, and I used to, oh, man, I went to, well, I graduated from Taft. Okay. Is that graduated from? That's in the, the Valley, basically, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I yeah, just like that. Just, just so the audience, uh, because a lot, we have a lot of local listeners, but we also have a lot of international listeners too. So, uh, um, you know, just want to make it clear. Uh, San Fernando Valley. What were you airbrushing? San Fernando Valley, right on Ventura. What's that? <laughs> you were talking about airbrushing for. Uh, yeah, I mean, like huge that. props. I mean, it, it got ridiculous. I went from airbrushing and, and then adding like video mapping and projection and, you know, just big things. But like, you know, that's, no, that's one of the things I don't love so much. I mean, I like it when they let me get really crazy with the video mapping and projection, but the other stuff was just, I mean, again, we're going back to when I was like 17 years old and it's not, yeah. it's not the stuff that I really want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what was the next evolution? After <laughs> hey, dude, I did hundreds of fucking sand dunes on each side with a fucking water in the middle, Palm Beach here, Palm Beach here, name across, you know? Yeah, all of ours were Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood, 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 you know, and palm trees and the Walk of Fame, funny. yeah. So, yeah. So I feel you, bro, I feel you. So what, what did you move on to? Okay, from there I started doing murals. And, yeah, that got fun. And, um, God, I mean, I didn't... I, were you using the airbrush or were you using spray paint? Airbrush mostly. Um, you know, I, what's that? Airbrush on the wall. Airbrush on the wall. Yeah, I used to do almost, I was at like 90% airbrushing. And um, I don't know, I started also phasing out of that and coming up with all different kinds of techniques and doing way more hand painting and sponges, which sounds silly, but like to get good textures and like, 
you know, I have a good like 10 different techniques that I'll use on a project to get whatever effect I need, including nice. the black, visible black light and all of that fun stuff. So what was that sponge technique that Garen was talking about last time? It's like, I don't know. I want to say like, it's like some Italian kind of name or, or something like that. But anyways. Oh, well, he's, yeah. For, he also does like, you know, special effects, like uh, no, full just, finish. Full finish. There you go. No, I'm just saying like, you know, we talk about technique on this. So so definitely sponge is cool. Like, it's cool, man. You don't need to feel, <laughs> feel <laughs> It depends. No, 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 no. It depends on what you're doing with the sponge, you know? You know, if well, you're doing a full finish, that's nice. You know, if you need to make some money and everything, but you need to balance that out, you know, with stuff that you want to do. Yeah. So what kind of effect were you doing with this fund? Oh, I mean, it, it's just like for good texture. I mean, even even like a really super close up of a face, I would use the sponge first before I go over it with other things just to get like that background, you know, difference. Um, but you know, mostly like mostly like bricks and stones and all of that. Oh, like plenty of stones. You know, I actually use like a sponge roller. It's not just a sponge, but I just keep rolling on. I get these funky cool textures. Um, yeah, just mostly for textures and. What's the oddest, oddest thing you use to apply paint with? Like, did you paint someone and like smack them up against the wall? Maybe? I mean, I guess when I do abstract, I tend to like almost ball up paint and throw it at the canvas, you know, almost Ooh. snowball effect. I mean, I use my That's hands a lot. Um, yeah, I love abstract almost the most. I mean, yeah, I really love that process. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. James is sharing a, uh, a photo of uh, one of um one of the pieces of one of Curtis's pieces and uh yeah I can see how some of that could be sponge so it could be brushed and smashed no none of this and everything oh, this fuck, what is this? Sorry. sorry to interrupt yeah this one is no. all this one is all um rollers and then this crayon okay. or it's like a I forget what it's called but it's like a it's a paint that's like in a crayon form so you could mash it on but as soon as you wet it then it turns into paint so okay yeah, yes, I, know what you're talking about. I can't think of what the hell And yeah, and those ones are 10 by 12 feet. Love those. Wow. Dude, yeah, I love those. Yeah, yeah the texture's uh, yeah. really cool, man. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't seen this in a minute. I know I just sent it to you, but I haven't looked at it in a while. I love this one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why, man. Holy shit. Yeah, look, you, know, looks you got great, a great man. sense of, uh, of not I only, think, uh, you know, design, but, you know, color as well texturing and, and uh the design i mean the design is uh really really done well i can Thank see you. this in a, a really big house you, you know what i mean <laughs> so yeah. it looks really nice man and this is both people like, are just listening you're going what the fuck are they talking about well dude go check out well, yeah go check out the youtube man. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways um but yeah man I, I, uh so so how did you kind of after the murals man i mean um you still do murals basically right I Still do murals. So yeah, I, I, like I said, I really love doing blacklight. And then I started doing what most people haven't even seen or heard of, which is invisible blacklight. Um, so I do images that you can't see at all until you turn the blacklight on, or I do uh, paintings and murals that are double image. So it might be like a daylight version and a nighttime version. And nice. I even do- I love that, man. I, I have yeah, the page pulled you. up. Which one, which one do, would you like me to show? Um, I have a ga gory geishas, New Year's back page, Miley Cyrus. Let's do Miley Cyrus, man. I love my. I'm a. I, what did I you just say? Let's do Miley Cyrus. Dude, <laughs> you're gonna get so <laughs> busted. Just right out, like, dude. Let's just do Miley Cyrus, man. 
That's fine. I, yeah. I, I love. Well, I loved the party with Miley Cyrus like ten years ago, man. Now she's like, I think she's like sober and stuff like that. So she's you like, know, this oh, fight, so no fun. <laughs> fuck you. I'll take her anytime. <laughs> this cutie. painting in particular was for her twenty second birthday party. So there you go. Oh, yeah. This is, Dude, this is right, okay. at, right in the top. Hold on. How did you get hooked up with that? Um. But yeah, I just I just work with a company that does a lot of huge events. Like I used to personally do all of the Playboy Mansion parties, um, and then I met Fuck. somebody that does it. I know, right? Not all of them, but um, Hughes' main ones, like the Midsummer Night Dream. I used to do like the main backdrop when you walked in, and the guests would pose next to that. Um, so I met somebody that was doing the other decor from that. That also used to do these sort of raves that I used to go to. So hold on, hold yeah. on, let's stop. You said yeah. raves. You said the secret word <laughs> because I, I'm, a, a I'm a fucking I'm a fucking rave DJ, man. First of all, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't really talk about that when we met, man. But hold on, before we get too further, let, let, let's let's take a look at this. Uh, my Cyrus. Oh yeah. Once again, James is sharing a video. Take a look. All right. So that's the daylight version. Oh, that's sick. And that's oh the- wow, man. Yeah, that one. Nice. That one doesn't have a lot of crazy effects, but yeah, I definitely like that. Dude, yeah, check out just, check out that Buddha one right there. That okay. one's fun. The one on the left side. Yeah, that one. Okay. Let me see here. Buddha Moon. Yeah. This is on a canvas. Oh wow. So yeah, again, that's Damn. the Damn. Okay. Wow. That's sick, man. That's sick, man. All right, you guys got to just go check this out for yourself, you know, because I'm not even going to try to begin to explain this. Curtis, the artist. It's really, com, really fucking cool, man. Well, like I said, I mean, I mean, uh, when he was showing me this, I was like, holy shit. Dude, I well, okay, now I, I got a question here, okay? Like, <laughs> when you're painting this shit that you can't see, <laughs> yes, how do you tell you fuck up? I mean, I do it in the dark, in the black light. Oh, there. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. I have to do it in pitch black, which is so fun. Yeah, I love. I mean, yeah. I've gotten to where I'm so fucking good at it. I just use the force. <laughs> I close my fucking eyes and I do it. Is what I do. Sometimes, sometimes so, achieve that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hold on. Let Let's kind of this. This show is basically we've always had a lot of street artists on because uh, teachers just has mm-hmm. so much more. Uh, notoriety than me as right. a pr- producer basically but uh you know my music career has been progressing man and uh uh dude we were just talking about how one of my tracks was uh number three on the dance charts for one of the one things i i did recently you, you know what i mean so uh yeah. dude man it's it, right. i just wanted to know a little bit about because you mentioned you know you know like the rave scene basically whenever there's you know any electronic dance music dj stuff involved in street art i'm like dude you're our people man you know what i mean so uh, we didn't talk about this at the at the show or anything like that. What kind of music were you into, man? Uh, and what era were you raving? I guess. Okay, I mean we're going back now. When I said rave, what I when, I mean, yeah, I definitely did rave. But when I'm talking about my friend, um, his name is Damien from Monster Stage Plug. Um, he used to produce Club Rubber, and he used to throw those pimp and hoe parties. So there weren't really raves, but like the parties in Vegas. But they were. Oh yeah, insane. yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, I went to one of those. <laughs> yeah oh did you yes i did yeah they were insane but did you have my, a big hat i can imagine teacher with a big hat with a feather in it dude you know anyways go go on so, so, so like i said the party scene in nightmare. i would rave you know 
real ravers would say I missed it, but like very early 2000. So like, you know, Juju beats and how sweet it is. And all oh, that. man, I was raving there with you, man. I mean, I'm a little younger than you, but you know, <laughs> what, what we've discovered on this show is that mm -hmm. every single generation says that the previous generation missed it. There was a guy on here. He's a French uh, uh, street artist. And then he was raving in 92. Yeah. Okay. And then they already told him, ah, oh, you missed the rave scene, man. It's over. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> I mean, you can just imagine, but actually for us, we were, we were kind of in the same era, uh, when it started, man. Um, you probably started a little bit before me, but I don't know. I was starting to listen to like, uh, electronic dance music in high school. Um, like yeah. in 99, you, you know what I mean? So, uh, dude, man, to be honest, I, I, I always DJed in the club scene more, but, um, lately in the past four years, I took a, uh, a mentorship basically from uh, uh one of the guys from the group la riots basically and uh, mm -hmm. he's he's kind of just uh taught me so much and uh so like i said man we dude, we, we got to talk after because uh sure if you're if you're into doing like this kind of stuff at parties or you know we're ha i'm having a huge fucking 40th birthday september party. 29th september 29th man like first of all oh, i love you to yeah. be there but like i said there's not a lot of art that works in the dark like you, you know what i mean yeah, no, I've I've done I've done some live painting with the with the invisible blacklight, and it's crazy. And it's like, I mean, it, it is really nuts. Just like turning it off and on, even still to this day, like just watching it, it's it's trippy. You can't really understand that it. it's there and then it's not there. So yeah, I would totally love to do that <laughs> something live for you, man. Dude, <laughs> I would love to see that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be there. So I'd love to uh, love to have you. Man. That would be fucking awesome, man. So, what about, so then you've what about done this before at raves, right? Not at raves. I didn't do oh. it back when I was raving. I was just raving. I mean, honestly, I was <laughs> all lit up. And, okay, shit, I did. I did do it all over my face, and I yeah, brought yeah, yeah. backlight, so I would trip people out with the lighting and you oh, know, shit. Did you... all that shit. But <laughs> dude, that's so creative, man. I do. I, do, I mean, nice. did you give light shows and stuff? I don't know if you. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. You're my I type did. of people, bro. Seriously, man. Okay. I gave the shows, and then I gave them all the toys and shit. You know, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, no, honestly, like nowadays, I hear in the rave scene, um, and I don't want to be like one of those guys saying like, oh, it's over, but I hear people getting their phones stolen all the time. There's like mm. groups of thieves that go out and steal phones nowadays to uh from other countries, actually. You know what I mean? Like they come from Brazil to go to this festival and steal people's phones. But back in my day. People yeah. would, if you lost your phone, people would return it to to your house, man. Like that's how right. cool people were back in the day. I'm sure you can still find that, but mm -hmm. it's just like, uh, yeah, you know, there's just so many more, so much more people. While before it was a little bit more intimate, but um, I think the whole scene, you know what I mean. But dude, man, we got to talk about this, uh, this, uh, uh, like I said, this event, man. If you can make it, I'd love for you to kind of, like I said, show us. Save the day, fucker. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it after, man. No pressure, I mean, yeah. like I said. He's, he's I mean, busy, sure. man. Uh, what, okay, so tell me about the Sky Murals, man. What, what What's the Sky Mural um, that, that you sent me, dude? Okay, I mean, that's just a video with a whole collection of all of my different Sky Murals. And um, that's the one thing that people like to fly me around for. Because like I said, nobody else really does that. But um, yeah, I do a lot of like home theaters and shit. I mean, there, yeah, there's one in there that has some fiber optic, fiber let me, optics. Let me, let me share this sound just what? so. Uh, yeah, optics? man, dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, Curtis, talk about mixed media, man. I love it. Oh, God. Wait till you I have some new stuff. I just started working with a guy who's like a total burner that's done some. Are you a burner? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. apparently I missed that, too. I was a little bit late. <laughs> Well, you know, I, 
I would, you know, I've been to Burning Man like five times, and then I realized I was like, damn, I, I'm not a burner, man. Like, I think it's too, uh, I, I, you know, it's not a, like I said, I, I we talked about it on the show, and Teacher always says that's kind of where you go to find your edge, man. Like, you, you know what I mean? And then for me, I was just like, yeah. you know what? I'm from SoCal. It's going to cost me thousands of dollars. It's super dirty. You, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I like pool parties. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's my scene. You know, here in Cal. I mean, but, but you're talking about the crowd. I mean, that's the place where the people are the best people. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, know I mean, I know that other people still get there, and that's the main concern about the old people. But to the group of people and like, you know, the way society should be, it's really, it's really insane. I do love it. Well, there's a lot. I mean, there are a lot of good vibes, um, but, you know, it is radical self-reliance. Right. And people throw that in your face. And then like they're like one time this lady got mad at me because I threw a granola wrapper in their trash. You know, what I mean, like shit like that. Like, you know, what I mean, it happens <laughs> too, right. Right. You know, you know, it's like fucking vibes, man. Come on, bro. Like, I know it's the last day your brain's been frying on drugs for like, you know, the whole week, man. But we can still try to be nice to each other. You, you know what I mean? But um, anyways, man, I want to show this. uh. <laughs> <laughs> mural real quick this video yeah yeah you probably can't do the sound yeah um these are sick man i mean it just looks i can hear the sound <laughs> look at that it changes in the day and night dude <laughs> nice um, yeah. Yeah, I don't. You'll see the little black rocks in there. Yeah. Dark sled. I love that one. That one's completely invisible. It's a white ceiling. How does that lightning work, man? That's fiber optics. I didn't personally do that. I can do that or have that done. That's my client that actually had it done, but it's thousands of little fibers drilled from the back, poked through the back of the wall. Do people uh, have your... Okay, that's what you meant by fiber optics. Okay. Wow. Dude. Crazy, right? <laughs> Dude, man. Like, like, uh, like I said, I was just so impressed by this dude's work, man. And I could just tell he was. Oh, I am too, dude. You know, yeah, didn't take me a second. Didn't take me but a second. I saw the, you know, I saw the Instagram page, hit follow, and then I looked down and I was like, okay, guys, <laughs> <laughs> badass. All right, okay, I'm badass. Cool. Oh, I can't wait to meet this motherfucker. Awesome. Yeah. So, dude, man, I, I mean, it seems like you've pretty much like, you know, you've known your artist your whole life, pretty much, right? Or yes, like, you know, you started right when you were a kid. Was that like? Do you feel like that was like a, you know, how was your, how was your journey, man? Do you feel like it's been super what tough? What influenced you to become an artist? Yeah, that's a better question. What was that? What was the last question? What influenced you to become an artist? Oh, God, nothing. I mean, I was just drawing. I just was. You know, I never, yeah, I, I, I would just copy everything. I would just copy everything. I would just copy everything. I just drew pictures and copied oh, pictures. Oh, no, you weren't copying. You were practicing drawing. Yeah, the exactly. I was Are there using... any artists... Any artists that you can think of that you uh, saw, like when you were, you know, first getting going, or that you uh, still like to, you know, 
um, that inspire you in some way or that, uh, you know, that you like? God, you know what? I can't remember like who was the first, but I mean, are, I, your, are your parents artists? No, I do have an aunt that's an artist, but no, my parents were far from it. <laughs> Actually, my dad was, my dad was like a woodworker, you know, so he created, he made things with his hands. My mom Dude, was that's not. an artist right there. My, my dad was a, uh, you know, he was a, a craftsman also. A lot of, you know, he's got a full wood shop in, uh, in Florida. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was your mom, Curtis? Oh, my mom was just like secretary, regular old, like boring cubicle, something I could never do in my life. Yeah, man, man. Hey, that's your mom. It's not regular boy, man. <laughs> That, that, it must have been tough for them to, to I think I think when you have like non-creative parents and, uh, um, you know, you're creative, it's always there's quite a culture gap a lot of times. Right. You know, oh, dude, I mean? my parents, I mean, shit, no idea how, um, you know, remarkable it is that, uh, you know, they decided to, you know, be supportive of my artwork and my art career, you know, because they were. <laughs> They, they worked for the military and armament laboratories. My dad designing, you know, landmines, bombs and stuff. And my mom was in the mathematics laboratory doing programs, analyzing all the programs that were doing those fuckers. Mm. Curtis, so what about killers. you, man? I mean, it was killers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what I'm about really me? nice and Christian and everything, but, you know. Were your parents like pretty supportive of your uh, um, kind of creative uh, endeavors starting from a young age or was it kind of challenging? I mean, uh, that's sort of a difficult question. I mean, supportive, like they always loved what I did, but, you know, wanted me to go to school and other stuff. And, you know, if you want to get deep right here, like they always loved what I did and I just wanted to be like called a good person. What are you <laughs> Which is, am I a good person, Dad? You know what I mean? Like, they always complimented my art, but that was it, you know? And, yeah, so it was did, all... Did you get in a lot of trouble when you were a kid, usually, though? I'm, I'm just saying, I feel like, you know, you're kind of a rebel, at, uh, you, you know, starting he from saw a young age, mohawk, and He's like, that motherfucker, he's been in trouble before. I, I've always wanted to have a mohawk when I was a kid, but he's I think profound, I'm... Pat, dude. That's you, profound, you know what I mean? But, but like I said, it's, it's, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was never a rebel. I'm a decent person, but I was still always getting trouble. Yeah, my dad was insanely strict, and we got, like, grounded for no reason at all. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't, yeah, I, I never really did much. I was a decent kid, but I still got in yeah, trouble. Yeah, I'd like to talk to your fucking parents about that, dude. I don't know. You're just kind of smiling. Like, you're not even looking in the fucking camera when you say that shit, so. No, I feel like it's kind of weird. Oh, because... I figured it out. No, 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 hold on. I fucking figured it out. Do you know who Nathan Florence is? Surfer? Mm -mm. Okay. Uh, his brother, John John Florence, almost won the uh, Eddie Aikau Big Wave Tournament this year in, in Hawaii. Um, and he has another brother, um, uh, uh, Oliver. Oliver, I think, is their, the third uh, Florence. So Nathan Florence. You look like Nathan Florence if he had a, a purple mohawk. Can you bring him up, James? Did he come up? <laughs> Ah, uh, see, I'm right, aren't no, I? I mean, no, I, I, dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying to let Curtis tell his story, man, and you're, you're, you're uh, I'll bring dude, him up, man, but I, I don't know, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so, man. I don't think so, man. Curtis is way better Come looking on. than this dude, man. Uh, but, <laughs> but anyways, man, like I said, <laughs> I, I'm always. Oh my god! Look at that! It's like you just got the fucking. Oh uh, yeah, dude, I get it. Curtis, I'm always curious, man, because you know, to me, uh, I, I didn't. 
uh, really started my creative journey until a, little, a lot later in life. You, you know, I always did creative later stuff. Later in life. Fuck you. You're not even 40, dude. Motherfucker. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, it's actually, you know, um, how we meme teacher met is because I was always DJing. And uh, he uh, asked me to DJ his art shows after just meeting him a couple times. So I was like, sure, I'll go ahead and do that. So after a little while, I was like, dude, it'd be awesome to have a, a podcast with you know street artists on because it's such a secretive community. And five years later, here we are actually still doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So started doing it before COVID. And, uh, you know, it's just been great to kind of like uh, have me learn from all these different artists, actually, because to be honest, um, I started. This motherfucker wouldn't be who he is now with his music. If it wasn't, I think, for this podcast and all the totally. cool people that we have gotten to meet, you know, I, I started I, to understand. I get energy it, from it too. You know what I mean? When I get to see, when I get to hang out with this young motherfucker right here, um, that alone, you know, helps a lot. But you know, getting to meet guys, especially guys like you that are just, you know, multi-creative and and you know, all different kinds of medias and everything and and, and styles, um, you know, that uh, that keeps an old man like me with good energy. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that as well. Yeah, good energy is good energy. <laughs> but but anyways curtis no i was i was just i was just saying i was just curious because I, like a lot of guys i feel like who are artistic they get into graffiti you know and they start especially coming from the valley right they, they start going out and was did you, were you you didn't seem to gotta go on that path like i said you were trying to get a job at universal studios man you're a decent guy you, you know I mean? yeah it was airbrushing you know that's a class above fucking spray painting you know <laughs> the pain well, yes airbrushing kind of clean that motherfucker out after each color and everything right yeah, well, I mean, I did learn that airbrush artists usually either also do tattoos or also do graffiti. Mm. And um, I did learn like a single action, which is more like a spray can than, you know, double action. So when I started working at Universal, I had to relearn it. So it was kind of cool because I learned it one way and then had to relearn it. So I feel like I had more, I don't know, flow, I don't know, more control with it. Um but uh, no, I never did graffiti, but I definitely had a lot of friends that did graffiti. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my murals were like graffiti influenced. So, you know, I always had. Or, I was, or got graffiti on them at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I mean, again, most of my murals were commissioned and a lot of more interiors. And um, yeah, so wow. I, I guess a few of them probably got some graffiti on them. But for the most part, they weren't like that type of mural. Um, and honestly, back in the day, graffiti artists didn't tag on murals as they do now. Actually, nowadays they'll tag on the mural specifically to get the eyeballs and or because the murals are the only things that they don't buff, right? <laughs> so they, yeah. so well, they, it's, they, it's also to get respect in, within their crew, you know? You know what? Like, that, that's... Dude, you got that badass fucking mural, man. You fuck that shit <laughs> That That right there is just proof that society has gone downhill, okay? Like artists used to be like, hey, you know, I'm an artist too. I'm going to respect this artist. Now people are like, fuck this. I'm going to go over this artist so I can get some attention, man. So, and I, I, I don't know when, I don't know when this started happening, but like I said, I felt like society has definitely kind of like slid down in terms of respect a little bit. You, you know what I mean? But here yeah. I am as an old man, dude, criticizing. <laughs> yeah, it's always different. You know? But yeah, I mean, either way, I, I would incorporate graffiti in a lot of my murals. And I mean, even a lot of the events that I do, that's happens to be the theme a lot because I tend to use it, but I'll do some work with the spray cans, but for the most part, like for the legit, legit stuff, I'll hire other dudes. And one of my favorites I used to use all the time was old school decipher from CBS crew, but now he lives in New Zealand. <laughs> so I, I have this, I have this video that you sent us, man. And, um, 
I want. I, I just want to show you. It's this Homer Simpson. Um, dude, no. I, first of all, I love the Simpsons, man. So uh, this is right up my alley, man. But uh, I mean, this is totally like. This is totally like graffiti influence, man. And and you're, For sure. you know, what I mean, and the black light thing going on. So that's like I said, I'm just dude. Who 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 are the clientele for this? You, somebody just wants to do it in their room for their kid or something like that? No, it's funny, man. I mean, that woman specifically, yeah, that was for her kid, and originally she just wanted a name and graffiti on the wall. And I was like, yeah, well, how about how about this? And how about I don't know if you saw the other one, but he's using a spray can that's actually shooting out neon, like glass neon, rather than paint. Yeah, let me glow it up. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of like word of mouth and privately that people just kind of like pass on the on, on the uh, uh, your reference. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, I do more. Was that you have a manager? No, I need that. I need things. And that's what I was saying before. Like, I've sat around too long. And before my YouTube channel was where I was getting most of my business or whatnot. Um, the pandemic happened and. Yeah, I mean, I guess that wasn't why I stopped posting, but I wasn't doing the same type of work. And that's when I started really getting into the abstract. And I just kept doing that. And yeah, I haven't really picked it back up and started promoting myself. But yeah, I have all these different avenues that I want to be more into. And like you said, all this mixed media stuff, like I want to do. Uh, yeah, I just love doing lots of different things. I don't want to stick with one genre. And so yeah, it's been true, because I actually just started working with this lady. Um, and, uh, you know, I was like, well, you know, would you like to have other artists, you know, because if you're, you know, if it's working for me and uh, they're not necessarily looking for what I have, you know, it'd be good to have a, you know, another artist that you uh, help out, you know, whatever. So um, All if day. you're okay with that, I'll have her uh, take a look at your work, maybe get in touch with you and name Christina. That would be amazing. And I would appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, honestly, man, on this show, we... That was awesome, by the way. James just shared this, uh, this video. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was a black light, basically, when he when he sprayed it. Uh, when he turned off the light, it looks like it's he's spraying oh, wait, out. Let Curtis explain it. Let Curtis explain it. Yeah, I mean, he kind of did already, but <laughs> that's, why <I> <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Okay, but, uh... I was talking about the manager thing. Oh, okay, okay. Um. I mean, yeah, I'll explain it. I mean, it's just another part of that same mural and it's just a graffiti character, which is really a picture of myself from the back. But instead of paint coming out of the spray can, it's neon light and it's just a, yeah. And honestly, that was really cool. What I love to do so that I'm not in their place so much and so that I could be in my place, that's all on canvas. I painted the character on canvas ah, so and cut it out. So the character is cut out. The rest is actually painted on the wall. So yes. uh, that's interesting, man. Yeah, that's I love that. So I could spend time on the detail here. Yeah, and the detail in that figure, that would take quite a fucking that would take quite a while to do all that detail. Yeah. That's smart, man. That's that's uh, oh. uh very that was <laughs> finished. Weakness, leaving the body. First of all, I I I I, I kind of like love that quote, but it's also like um I've been told it's kind of like a toxic mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I well, mean, yeah, for wussies, you know. Wussies. <laughs> this is what I mean. Uh, we, well, we grew, I feel like we grew up with this type of mentality, like suck it up, don't be a bitch. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Stop being a a, a p word. You know what I mean? And uh, crying like, on, give you something to cry about. You know. I, I think that nowadays uh, that's known as toxic masculinity, which uh, you know is, is 
it's tough. It's tough for people like, uh, you know, but there's just different challenges, I think, with uh, young younger people. So, uh, you know, like I said, it's not the most like pleasant thing when you have somebody screaming in your ear, pain is waking us, leaving the body. Right. There's probably better ways to like, you know, convey that. Well, you know, it depends on who you are. Some people thrive on that shit. What do you think, Curtis? Yeah, Curtis, no, what do you exactly, think? Exactly. You hit the nail on the head, both of you, because that's my poker client who was an ex-Marine and that's in his gym. You know what I mean? So that's motivation. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Dude, the yeah. Marines are some fucking psychotic, crazy motherfuckers, okay? Those, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, yeah. I have a few, I have a few Marine friends, man. They're a different, uh, different breed man but uh yeah. like no like i said I'm, I'm glad we have the discussion because like you know like i said just you know views change society how you know things change right and uh um i don't know part of me feels like you know you don't want to lose what kind of like helped you a lot of times but sometimes um you know you got to take what the kids are saying into consideration too uh, you know you know a little bit as yeah. well well dude i'm a firm believer in continuing to develop you know mm. Unless, you know, if you find something that's just, you know, the bee's knees and, and it has, you know, keeps staying the bee's knees for you, then, you know, that's, that's wonderful. Keep doing it, you know. But, um, you know, true artists, they just, they keep developing. They keep changing. They, they embrace and try new things. And, um, you know, shouldn't be, oh, wow, what the fuck is going on with yeah, that? Speaking that's of trying awesome. new things, man, I mean, can you tell us a little bit about this uh, dress, I guess? The piece that James <laughs> shared, Yeah. <laughs> The dress isn't part of it. That's a display. Okay. The wall is yeah. like in the background. So that's, all what that... I thought, that's what I thought. I was just making sure. Yeah, no, I was like, damn, this guy's it's got dirt, range, man. There's nearly <laughs> fucking like, you know, seamstress, like, you know, sequin and everything. Holy shit, you know? No, but it, it's... No, those cool. are actually... That's my other client, um, Todrick Hall. He's a he's an insanely talented performer, singer, um, but he's obsessed with The Wizard of Oz. And um, ah, that's... Okay. That I believe is the dress that Brandy wore as somebody or something like that. Like all of the all of the costumes in that room are from Wicked, and that's from something else. Mm. And um, if you show the other one, like I did the yellow brick road on the ground, he's got a bed that looks like the house, and the slippers oh, are yeah. That oh, one right wow, there. okay, I see. So that's wow. changed. The room's changed in that when you can see those are the dresses from the. Right. Uh, wow. Wait. This is this is in someone's house, just like the their Wizard of Oz room. It's yes. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I People I just realized money. I forgot to ask you something, Curtis. My bad. Um, yes, sir. What kind of schooling or uh, lessons did you have with uh, with with art? Like, did you go to school for? Did you learn? Who did you learn from? I learned from nobody. I actually okay. Wait, hold on. You know, okay. Videos, YouTube videos, or no? You know what? Honestly, it's funny. You know, talking too back for YouTube videos. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, going way oh, back. Fuck you, asshole. My parents, just wanted, my parents wanted me to take lessons or, you know, because I was so into art and I actually said no. I wanted to be able to say that I taught myself. Like, literally, I was saying that when I was a little kid. And um, I don't know. I kind of later on think it might have been good to learn stuff. At the same time, you also hear that it kind of stunts you or, you know, it's Dude, it depends on who the fucking teacher is and where you go, you know? Right. I always tried, I went to Ringling School of Art and Design, right? It's mm. a fucking fancy school down in Florida. One of the Ringling brothers from the circus, John Ringling, co-founded it with uh, some guy named Perkins, right? And I did learn some things that, you know, uh, helped me. But I always tell people, you know, I learned more once I got out of there. You know, the more stuff that I use nowadays, uh, you know, like some of the color theories and stuff like that I learned there. But 
you know, as far as like applications and, and style and technique, you don't need to go to this fucking school like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. you're, a great, you're a great example of that, you know? Um, <laughs> if you're able to watch a, a video, which I couldn't do back in my day, you know, get on the fucking internet when you got the internet, you know? Um, you know, uh, you know I, and I know my old art school is like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're fucking us here, you know? <laughs> I don't care. I'm trying to help people, you know? Yeah. I think, I yeah. think, go ahead. So I was going to say, um, well, one thing that that brought up is funny is I used to go to the library to get some of my reference. That's old. And um, another thing, somebody that I did learn from that actually I gave some credit to, which is really cool. I'm a photographer as well, but I only did it for the art of it. I never wanted to make a business out of it. And when I decided to shoot, I took a bunch of different classes and one guy that gave me one-on-one classes that then invited me to his um, get-together. Okay, this is also how old it was. We were shooting slides. <laughs> <laughs> we would get together and we would I remember those, yeah. yeah. He would critique the slides. And so I learned all of my composition and looking space and a place to stand. Okay. Even down to my abstract, all of the rules that I learned for photography is really the most I learned was there. So it has nothing okay, to do with motherfucker, that makes sense. Okay, because the, the design and everything, you know, you can't just like formulate that shit out of like just figuring the shit out. You know, you gotta have some kind of, you know, like the the, the you know, like the golden lines, you know, like the, the three lines going across or up, like locating things in there and then balancing mm-hmm. out the design and everything. Like um, you do it very, very fucking well. Whoever that guy was did a great job. Uh, kudos to that motherfucker. Thank you. His name is David Skernick. And he's an amazing. And you know what, James? Fuck <laughs> you for laughing at us about the slides. I was laughing with him. Okay, you're laughing at us. So no, fuck I, you. I still actually know what the fuck those are. Kids are gonna wonder why don't you? Oh, use, I know what they are. Fuck why, you. Why don't you, you just use the? Uh, I've the heard of them. You, you know well, what I mean? About shoes, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think I think one of the things that uh, I we've I've learned on this podcast is the most helpful thing. Uh, to grow as an artist is just to hang out with other artists, man, and kind of like see what they're doing, learn their mentality. I mean, um, you know, not no, too much. no, <laughs> well, no man is an island. I feel like, you, you know what I mean? Nobody like truly, truly like, I think this guy could be, and I could be, I'm very hermit like this. Sounds like this motherfucker is too. A bit, <laughs> right? Curtis? I mean, yes, yes, yes and no. Look, yeah, you don't want to sit there tell us, yeah, I love being up here. I order my food, you have it delivered, and uh it's true. I mean, but I, I do. remember things sometimes. I'm a 54-year-old, fuck that, you know what I mean? But I do remember some things. Right. Yeah, I mean I do connect with people this way, you know what I mean? I still I still do see people, but yeah, you're right. Um I wasn't gonna say about that. Yeah, actually, back in the day, and uh back in the day, I did not really like other artists and I saw everybody else's competition and that was like an actual problem that I had to get over. And so, interesting. I, okay. Yeah. Hmm. So I didn't, you know, that's, that's why I didn't know a lot of the people, you know, I, you know, it was my own personal shit, you know, obviously. Dude, I was kind of the same way. I was kind of the same way. You no, know, I, I, uh, I other artists, I felt like they were competition, you know, and I, and I was a little inhibited, you know, about being around them and, you know, maybe they wanted to see like, you know, I stopped going, Oh dude, you know, I, I didn't want to, they won't hear that shit, you know? Like, I can see what you do. I don't need to hang out with you to see what you fucking do, you know? Yeah, you know what? That just reminded me of somebody. You probably do know of a guy named Noah that does airbrushing. 
Noah Elias, uh, Elias. Anyways, he's a pretty big airbrush artist. And I did take some classes from him at some point, not about airbrushing, but more like the business of things. So that was when I, you know, when I got over my thing and I started to learn a few things about just that aspect. Again, not techniques and whatnot, but just collaboration and acceptance. You know what I mean? So I, I could say, Taylor, I dude, this is all good information. Well, you know, I guess for me, it's kind of different because, uh, you know, I get to talk to all these visual artists, but it's not really my competition. You know what I mean? Because I'm making music. And you're right. I do feel this way sometimes. Like, fuck this guy about, you know, other DJs. Well, you, know good. I mean? you went through all kinds of shit, you know, you know but... uh, being kind of like, you know, left but... out in the cold with that shit, right? Like, no, but really, the... you know, all the time to do collaborations with you on music, are they? Um, like I said, but I think I think for me, the most important thing is that I can see somebody uh from an exterior kind of like i'm not in competition with any of these artists or street artists and uh, uh kind of just see their journey and kind of see the parallels but also i feel like in the street art scene um it's just a little bit different because it's the fucking street man at the end of the day like people are just trying to push it up to, to get get stuff out there and i found that um uh, you know this group of artists like they're it, it was more uh uh like I said, they're kind of like talking to each other in a sense on the street, right? So it's just really interesting. Um, and they may not, I guess they may see each other for competitions for some spots sometimes, right? But I think that uh, it's definitely like gotten a lot more, uh, I guess, uh, nice. Everybody's, you know, in, in the street art community, man. We have like- Some guys. Yeah, some, some guys. You're right, you're right. Um, but yeah, man. Um, there's some crews that, you know, if uh, you want to put up a stencil somewhere or a fucking- Easter, you know, that has like a, a street art type vibe. Oh, I think I may have narrowed it down with it, by the way, uh, James. Okay. You know, it's, it's as simple as if you're, whatever you're putting out on the street, if it has any kind of a message to it, that is graffiti. If it's just decoration, that's street art. Hmm. Curtis, have you done any street art? I mean, uh, I mean, it's, you know, a lot of times it's a any national... kind of political activist, activist type pieces, like, you know, any, anything kind of bug you and you're like, I'm going to put something out there that, you know, shows about this shit. You know what? I have not. I have not. Again, most of my... I want you to. I want you to see you do something at some point, okay? I'll take you out. I'll yes, you out. I, I definitely I'll will. Make like sure I guess... you're safe. I'll make sure you're safe. I got my, you know, my little, uh, you know, safety features. Um, but uh, when you have, uh, when you come up with something, and it's, you can be like a, a pacer, um, I mean, easier to do that, you know. Well, well, let me ask you: when when 2010 or 2008, when Exit Through the Gift Shop was coming around, and Banksy's all, all super hot. Did you see that? Did... I love that movie. Yeah, yeah me that, too. Man, that one. Sorry to this interrupt. This is a movie. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. We, we want to hear. We want to hear your thoughts about it. That was a big turning point because that's when I really learned more about not just collaboration, but the idea being more the art than the art. You know what I mean? Like before I used to get mad at Concept. people that use other people and sign it, you know, but now it's like, okay, you know, I used to think at least if you're going to do that, you have to know how to do it. But so, yeah. And, and I used to want to make my work look more realistic and more realistic. And then it became like, Oh shit, it's more about the idea and the story and everything else based on that. And um, yeah, that changed me a lot too. that movie. Just That's in nice. that one. Look. I mean, to be honest, I think that teacher was a, uh, uh was a gallery artist and doing a lot of i mean not gallery just i guess fine artists that's what you would say you would say basically. traditional artists traditional artists you know and i think that that movie 
uh, you know, is actually probably the reason why we met, actually, because, you know, he started doing a lot of street art. Well, that, that movie actually was kind of like a uh, textbook for me, really, you know, because I, 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 I bear brush. I know how to do uh, bubble letters and stuff. And when I got out here to California, I started seeing, you know, pieces down on the street. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that, you know. And I really couldn't think of anything to do. You know, it was like almost had an artist block. I hadn't even done anything like that. So I didn't want to put anything out there that I wasn't you know, willing to risk my fucking rights on. And then when my twins were born and my wife showed me this article in the newspaper, you know, taking money out of education budget, art out of schools, I'm like, okay, I got a fucking message I like to put out there. My poor wife, dude, Curtis, my wife's from Europe, okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had, to, I had to give her instructions. I'm like, look, sweetie, but pretty chance for me to get arrested at some point because I'm going to go after this like crazy until I do get arrested just to help get my word out there. So what's going to happen is you're going to get a, you know, a voicemail probably one morning or something like that. You know, I'm not going to be there. And on that voicemail, it's going to be, hi, sweetie. <laughs> I'm uh, down to, and this happened to be the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department. <laughs> and, um, you know, you get a bail bondsman or whatever. And sure enough, man, she shows up with a bail bondsman. And, um, you know, was very supportive. And it's her fault. You know, I told her, look, sweetie, this is all your fault. Dad showed me that damn article, you know, like, it's all your fault. Of course, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> it's, it's so cool, man, because, uh, anyways, from that movie, basically, I was, uh, I was uh, working in the Hollywood area at that time, and then uh, just taking a picture. Drug dealer. This dude, drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I, used to, I used to be a pharmaceutical rep in the uh, uh, Hollywood area. You, you, you know what I mean? Take so, a little potato, you know, whatever. <laughs> so basically, it's like I'm just taking pictures of all these different, uh, uh, you know, Banksy stuff that's going up, man. I was like, dude, is someone like paying attention to this stuff? So I kind of started a little community called LA Street Art Gallery. And then, uh, you know, I think that's like. We got the fucking name before anybody else. I mean, you know. T- t- I mean, 10 years uh, later. That's some foresight, not foreskin, but foresight right there. <laughs> so basically, I mean, you know, 10 years later, here we are. Uh, actually, more than 10 now. I mean, I, I can't keep track. Of the, you know what I mean? But, more than uh, 13 years for me. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? So it's it's awesome to kind of like meet you, man. And it's so cool that like it inspired you in a different way. I got to get you out there on the street, man. I want you to try to think of something. Think of a message you want to put out there. Oh, I know. Let me know. Yeah, We'll meet up. No, I, do, I love it, man. Curtis getting safe. pumped. I could tell. I got knives to keep us, you know, no, one, no one's going to mess with us. Dude, I had someone come after me with a, with a hatchet, okay? Mm. With like a, uh, a hatchet. It was like, you know, um, yeah, it was about that big. I was on uh, uh, Franklin and Highland. I just got a box. I was going back to take a picture of it. And uh, when I started taking pictures of it, I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you taking pictures of? And I, by the time I looked around the side of the box, the dude was coming towards me, like almost running, okay? And he had to hatch it up. And he took a swing. And if I hadn't slipped it, he would have nailed me in the head. Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's do it. I've, I've always been into knives and, and, and I've always had a, had a collection and everything, but I didn't want to carry them with me on the street. But at that time, I'm armed. I don't argue with guns. Guns, no. Right. I can do more damage close up with a knife than you can with a gun. So, LA is crazy now, man. I mean, oh my God, yeah. Right. You, you know, it's funny. The other day I was scouting out a warehouse location for this party we're throwing, and somebody mm. gave me some coordinates uh, for a guy named Pablo. Anyways, I go to like the shittiest area in fucking LA, 
And then, you know, I, I was like, I think these guys might be the guys, but they looked, I mean, mm. you know, they were coming out of RV. And I was like, hey, guys, you, you know where Pablo is? And they all look at me like, is this guy trying to give me some secret code or, <laughs> you know? That's what it sounds like, dude. <laughs> so I'm driving around this fucking area. Like I said, just horrible area, man. Just, you know. Like, just naked people on, on the street, you know what I mean? Like in LA, right? You know, lots of like, just like people, you know, doing their thing. But anyways, long story, I was just saying that right now, LA is pretty dangerous, even during the daytime, man. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Not... Like, I mean, you being from here. Was nice was during COVID, man. Nobody was out. And I was out putting pieces up. That was awesome. This cop came up with me one time and I had a full respirator, you know, like, I never wear anything like I'm a master or whatever uh, if I'm outside, but you know, because of COVID, I was uh, wore a respirator out of the house, you know, in my truck driving. And then when I'm spray painting, I was like, if you have a respirator on, it's proper for this, you know? And this cop stops by and goes, uh, what's going on here? You know, I'm like, what does it look like? I'm, you know, just, you know, who, uh, big boy is. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. You know, I got a nice little mess with him and everything. And uh, I got my mask on. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Have a good night. Of course, I'm also a 54 year old white man. So, <laughs> but using that, anyways, that white privilege. Hey, dude, I'll, I'll take it. I'll use it if I have it. You know what I mean? Like, I pay for it in other ways, you know? Like, <laughs> anyways, yeah. hey, gotta be so uh, careful about what you say these days, you know? Like, it's, uh, it's true. No, it's true. It's true. There's a lot of things they do. I agree with some, and the other. Yeah, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I, I, I go along with it. I go along with it. Well, it's, it's at this point, it's it's best not to uh, speak up of it on, in a platform or in a way that can be too widely exposed because if you reach enough people, there's going to be some pissed off people. It doesn't matter what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're talking about. If right. you reach enough people, someone's coming after you. True. <laughs> but hey, so we have a deal basically. I think that uh Curtis, you need to go out with Teach, man. And we gotta start we gotta oh, it's not a deal, it's a threat. But like I said, man, dude, this, uh, you know, I saw Curtis. A kind over. one, a kind one, like you know, in, in, with all due respect, you know. I, okay, yeah, I got I'm it. telling you, Nathan Florence, man. This dude is like, I keep on, I can't, uh, you know, I'm gonna have to leave Nathan Florence like a, a DM or something like that. Like, dude, go check this guy out, man. He's you with a fucking mohawk. He'll agree. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. We'll do it. Hell yeah, man. And, uh, you know, we got to talk about some uh, 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 some other stuff, man. So, uh, dude, man, just, I just wanted to have you jump on and, like I said, just expose your, yeah, dude, you know, thanks for your time today. Oh, yeah, appreciate it, man. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. And yeah, for sure. I want to connect and keep all of this going. So hell yeah, yeah. man. And we're going to have, uh, uh, like I said, auto so shout out to auto, man. We're going to have your, your friend come on as well too, uh, in the future, man. So, uh, like I said, we, we, there's a little art community here in Los Angeles and it's all a lot of cool people, man. So we want to connect everybody. So thank you so much, Curtis, for coming wait, on. Wait, the show, what's man. his, uh, your, uh, social? Oh, God. You know, it's so funny. I mean, that's even one of my best things. Way to get, best way to get in contact get, with you if you like someone to get in contact with you. What's that? The best way to get in contact with you as well. Okay, I mean, my website is curtistheartist.com. My social is Curtis Stokes, I believe, just on, yeah. Inst yeah, Instagram. on Instagram. But I Curtis believe? <laughs> but curtistheartist.com, yeah, man. That's easy to remember, man. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I. Uh, With a know, for sure, man. And uh, like I said, man, your your stuff is sick, man. So I'm really happy you came on the show, and uh, uh, we're gonna connect more, and uh, let's definitely talk. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah. it. Hell yeah, man. For the audience, uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash PTTP show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. We got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.